Hello everyone, welcome to the show. You're listening to Football Drama. Okay, so hello again. Um, my name is Shadina. You're listening to Football Drama. Um, okay, before we get started, I'm going to talk. I'm going to rant. So I wanted to record this episode on Monday, right? Since I had uploaded the last episode, I was like, okay, I'm going to upload this and I'm going to record this episode didn't happen. I was like, okay, Wednesday. Wednesday, I got too busy and caught up with schoolwork and everything. So here I am on Friday recording this. And I was recording this earlier today, but people decided to cut grass outside while I was doing it. And the people that live above me were stomping again and probably playing bowling or something. But, um, They've kind of quieted down a little bit. I low-key filed a complaint to one of my friends who works here at the apartment place. So yeah, it's kind of gone quieter, which thank God, because it was ridiculously loud. I don't, honestly, I might try to... I took a video. Let me see if y'all can hear this. y'all hear that if like it was so loud in the video imagine how loud that is in my ears so yeah i'm kind of glad that got quiet down we'll see tomorrow if it stays like that but um yeah i don't know um i'm not recording a random episode again because that really that episode that i uploaded on monday it's kind of the reason why everything got messed up so i don't know it depends if i want to do it again if Y'all, the two people that listen to this, like it, then um, I'll find a way to do that. Or, yeah. All right, let's just move on. Let's get into this. So, football appreciation this week goes to Timothy Weah. I'll keep this short and cute. He is a U.S. men's national team and Lil player. He's dealt with a pretty long injury spell, or however they say it, and recently has been getting back to being healthy and fit. And he got to play some minutes with the team. Um, I don't know if this is their most recent game. But to me, the most recent game I saw that he was involved with was against Rem. Rems, R-E-I-M-S. Take that as you will. Uh, they won 1-0, but I'm not worried about that. Um, Wea, like I said, he got some minutes. Probably like 10 or 11. So not that much. But then again, just coming back from injury. So that's more than enough. Um, you know, baby steps. So, yeah, good for him. I hope he continues to stay fit and healthy because I do enjoy watching him play. He's just a chill and a really cool player. Um, he's also very stylish. And his comments on his teammates' Instagram posts are funny. So, yeah, welcome back, Tim. Continue to stay healthy and to shine. I wish him the best in his career because he's still very young. He's my age, probably, like, older than me by a couple months. But yeah, he has a long way to go with his career. So, yeah. Okay. Some more good news before I get into the mess. Um, 
NBC Sports recently came out with an article saying that they will be. Oh, I just created suspense. Sorry. I'm trying to make sure I'm saying this right. Okay. They will show 50 games from the 2020-21 FA Women's Super League this year. Well, yeah. So, yeah, this is good news. Um, Obviously, it's difficult to watch women's football. I don't know about anywhere else, but in this country, it is hard watching women's football. So, um, I feel like this should have been done. I don't know why it's so difficult for, like, sports channels to pick up and play some women's football. Like, I don't know why it's so hard because, it, you know what, I'm not getting into that. All I know is that's good news, good for NBC Sports, and good for the Super League. And other good news is that Brazil and England are giving their teams equal pay. So the women's team, women's teams are going to be getting equal pay in Brazil and England. And that's good stuff. That's what I like to hear. Hopefully, U.S. soccer can um, follow their lead. But you know what? We're not going to get into that. So good for both NBC Sports and Brazil and England. Good news that we all needed this week. Oh, it's September. Yeah, welcome to a new month, LOL. Um, I don't know. Did August go by fast? I feel like August went by really fast, especially the last two weeks of August. The last two weeks were really zooming because it was like summer, I guess, summer, whatever that thing was before school started. And then, boom, classes started, and I'm already like about to hit my fourth week of classes. Gross. But anyways, okay. Transfer news and rumors. There's really no rumors, to be honest. I feel like the transfer season is um over and that if, you know, there's any rumors and they just need to come true or just be squashed immediately. So first, Weston McKinney, he joined Juventus on a season loan. He is the first American to play at Juventus. And I was very surprised, along with um, probably thousands of other people. Um, I thought he was going to the Premier League. There were so many rumors with him, you know, Southampton, uh, some other clubs. I don't remember, but it was basically just Premier League clubs that were like, hey, we're looking at him and we're looking, we're interested in him. And then boom, he's like, psych, I'm going to Italy. So good for him. It's a one-year uh, loan deal uh, around $3 million, euros, whatever. And if Juventus wants to buy him, they can do so for $18 million. So good for him. I am a proud American, proud of this American boy. I just hope he gets the playing time and that he deserves and that he grows more as a player, you know. I haven't really watched this Serie A that much, but the Italian teams can be quite aggressive. So, But he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Weston likes to two-foot tackle himself. So Weston will do just fine in this area. Okay, next up we have, well, this is kind of, mm, these next couple of players are just eh, but you know it's good to talk about. Um, Ivan Rakitic uh, went back to Sevilla. I don't know how much. All I know is that he went back to his home club, I guess. Um, well, it's not really his home club, but he went he was at Sevilla before he went to Barca, and now he went back. Um, yeah, that's really it. Barca's really clean in house. Speaking of Barca, um, I'm not talking about Messier. I'm not talking about that. I've had enough of that man. 
Um, Rafinha is back at Barca. I really hope he stays this season and that um, and that Barca plays him. I feel like he deserves to be a starter on the team. You know what I mean? Um, they shouldn't, you know, keep him on the bench and make him suffer. And Felipe Coutinho, I saw pictures of him back at uh, the Camp Nou, which, uh, I mean, I guess it, it's not awkward nowadays, you know, stuff like that happens. But I hope he also gets some playing time because he literally scored the last two goals to eliminate Barca. So I think I think he's shown Barca, you know, what he's capable of. So hopefully that he – hopefully he – gets um to show what he's worth this season but i don't know barca's kind of just in flames right now so i really don't know what to expect this upcoming season but we'll see we'll see i think they signed another player they signed some player do i know no i don't know and i don't remember and i'm not looking for it um because i already have like five other players to talk about okay Thiago silva mentioned this last week or on monday he signed a one-year deal with Chelsea on a free transfer. Now, I thought, even though it's like a free transfer, I thought he was maybe going to be there for like two or three years, but not just one year. But, I mean, this is still a still and a finesse in my eyes. Um, Chelsea really, you know, got their bag with this one. I think this is a great transfer, like I said last week. Not last week. You know what I mean? Um, Thiago will be really good for Chelsea's struggling back line. Um, so yeah, I just hope he plays well. That's really it. Um, yeah, I already talked about the Elgo Silva. La la la. Kai Havers finally went to London. This was so dramatic. I honestly thought that he was just not going to go to Chelsea. But, you know, they waited until the last minute to bring him. So he signed to the Blues. 71 million euros. Five-year deal. Um midfielder i think he'll do good with um kovacic and pulisic who was the midfielder conte i think he's a midfielder i'm like good with positions conte isn't you know what he'll do good in the midfield i've heard nothing but good things about this man so yeah again good things for chelsea chelsea really went off this transfer season um so they better win this league um, this upcoming season because there's no reason like they made so many good transfers so yeah Kai Havertz to Chelsea wishing the best um don't know why I'm talking about this but Manchester United finally made a transfer I saw a lot of the fans on Twitter going literally insane about how their team wasn't doing anything during the transfer season but they got um Ajax player Donny van de Beek or Beck um 35 million euros five-year contract with five million euro add-ons um nothing really much about him he's a midfielder he won the most penalties for Ajax since 2018 so I think you know that was the key for United um signing him but yeah United really likes Ajax players because they had daily blint and that's all I can think about. All right, next. James Rodriguez to Everton. I don't know if this happened. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, James Rodriguez is kind of weird. Like, his situation is kind of weird because, like, I specifically remember him at Real Madrid. 
And then he had like a time at Bayern, I think. I think he did have some time at Bayern. I don't think that was a fever dream. I think it actually did happen probably alone there. And then he went back to Real Madrid. And now he might be going to Everton. We'll see how that works. He's still, well, he's 29. I mean, that, I guess that's young. He's still able to do what he needs to do. Um, so, I mean, if he goes there, great for them. I don't think Everton is really a strong team. I mean, I feel like they're, they're attacking my, mm, I don't know. I can't say. I'm not an Everton fan, nor have I really paid attention to them. But, you know, either way, let that man get some playing time because, I mean, he's still a decent player. It's just, what if, <laughs> okay, girl. So, like, with players like James Rodriguez or who else, it's just they have their moments. Like, he was, he had his moment in the uh, 2014 World Cup, you know, with Colombia. They have these big moments to get signed to a big club and they do well there. But then, like, they don't get played and they're, like, on the bench. And then they, like, kind of get some playing time here and there. And then it starts getting to that point where, okay, well, this team won. You know? Um, so, yeah, if he goes there, that's great for him. Maybe he can, um, you know, score some goals, get his magic back or whatever. Because I really, I really haven't heard that much about how much Rodriguez lately. So maybe this is what this is the move that he needs to, you know, boost him up a little bit, you know? Um, okay, enough with men. I saw this article about basically what women's soccer transfers look like. Um, I don't really mention women in this section. Well, okay. It's kinda hard looking for transfers, you know, in women's football because like I I, I can look up um, transfer news, women's football, women's soccer, and I get nothing. So I found this article, and I guess I'll just go off what they have here. Um, it's by the 18. I'll link it in the description if I remember. It mentioned how in 2019, FIFA reported that men's clubs spent a record high of one, nope, they did not, 7.35 billion euros, dollars. Wow, I can't speak today. $7.35 billion on international transfers and the women's just over 650,000 euros. So the women didn't even get to a million. And a majority of those transfers for the women were free transfers. So, yeah, hopefully we can change that in the future because that is kind of disgraceful. But, um... Rose Lavelle and Sam Mewis, they both played in the NWSL. They're on their way to Manchester City's women's team. Uh, what else in this article? Jade Moore, she is an English national team player or English international. Midfielder, she's going to Atletico Madrid on loan until February. And then na, 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 Jess Fishlock, she is a Welsh player she's going to reading fc from ol rain oh so she just won the champions league and she's okay well that's good for her good for all of them i hope women's football can um how do i say this grow not like there's nothing wrong with women's football it's literally just like men's football but they're like i don't know it's just disrespected 
that's what it is women are they're literally getting paid pennies and nickels um compared to men so uh we need to change that something has got to change hopefully in the future we get news that um you know transfers are actually worth something in women's football because they didn't even hit a million dollars in this transfer thing but the men spent 7.35 billion and the majority of the time those players are flops so yeah moving on let's talk about the women's ucl um this was last sunday i think i wanted to watch it but i completely forgot about it I think I was too busy deciding on whether I wanted to cook food or save my energy and just go out and get something to eat. I think I sure did. I got something to eat. I got some pho. I got some shrimp pho. And it was pretty bomb. The broth was scrumdeliumptious. But anyways, back to football. Uh, This final was between Lyon and Wolfsburg. Lyon ended up being champions for the seventh time. This is their fifth consecutive title. The game ended 3-1. And the goals were scored by one minute. I literally had this pulled up. Why aren't you showing me anything? Okay. So in order, Eugenie, Eugenie Lesomer. Sorry, girl. She scored in the 25th minute. Saki Kumagai scored in the 44th minute. Wolfsburg scored in the 57th minute goal scored by alexandra pop and then sarah i'm not even gonna attempt to say the rest of her name uh she scored in the 88th minute to add the cherry on top for leon so good for leon it would have been well i actually don't know i feel like if i watch this game i cannot believe i forgot about this game i was so excited to watch it too shame on me okay good for Lyon happy for them other European games so there's a lot of friendlies that's been played in Europe so um club wise Chelsea played against Brighton and Liverpool and Arsenal went at it so with Chelsea they played last Saturday I think with Brighton um the game ended 1-1 Timo Werner opened up the game scoring for Chelsea in the fourth minute and then the three points got snatched from Chelsea in the 90th minute it was a penalty scored by Pascal Grob Grob okay other game was Arsenal and Liverpool this was the FA Community Shield final this game also ended 1-1 penalties had to do the deciding for this one and Arsenal came out on top penalties ending 4 no 5-4 okay to Arsenal Yes. Um, international games. I've been seeing a lot of people tweeting about these and a lot of, you know, posts about these. I don't know what's going on. I saw Germany recently played. Um, let's see what that was for. National League. Okay, so I guess I'll type in National League and see if I can get something else from that. National League or not yeah i'm not getting anything with that hmm um i'm kind of annoyed i don't know what i'm national uefa nations league yes is this it okay i think this is the uefa nations league so wow a lot of games happen is this the game that okay yes okay so, I do not want to go through these results. 
what is this honey um i'll talk about okay germany and spain since i mentioned that that game was yesterday ended 1-1 timo vernesker scored in the 51st minute and then for spain jose luis gaia scored in the 95th minute also i saw something where um anzu fati became the youngest starter or the youngest player to play for uh spain since the, i don't know but that boy is breaking records left and right and you know what good for him he deserves it um let me see what looks interesting Faroe islands and malta played against each other that game ended 3-2 um nice oh these people have the same last name and they all scored a goal maybe they're siblings or maybe just a common last name um turkey and hungary ended one nil to hungary or hungary yeah this is very european so i'm gonna leave um good for them i think england plays or played there's a lot of drama with england or maybe drama it's like with the the call-ups you know um harry Maguire didn't get called up obviously um jack Grealish finally got a call up phil foden maybe got a call up i saw something on him um yeah i didn't think international games were gonna happen i mean well if club games can happen then there's no reason why so good for them i kind of might watch some of these games if i remember if they even show them on tv we'll see tomorrow there's a lot of games oof i'm gonna have a field day if i remember okay next 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 is mls okay I'm going to go over some results and then talk about a lot of young ones who scored. But first, let's get into the results. I wish I had this pulled up already. I'm so unorganized. MLS. Nice. Okay. Where should I start? I guess I'll go to last Wednesday or this Wednesday. Okay, so Wednesday, Atlanta United and Miami played against each other. That ended nil-nil. Cincinnati and Chicago ended nil-nil as well. New York Red Bulls and D.C. United ended 1-0 to United. Columbus and Philadelphia ended 1-0 to Columbus. Wow, there's so many games. New England and NYCFC ended 2-0 to NYCFC. Houston Dynamo and Minnesota ended 3-0 to the Dynamo. Nashville and Orlando City played against each other 1-1 draw. Sporting Kansas and FC Dallas also had a 1-1 draw. Oh, my God. Real Salt Lake and Seattle Sounders ended a 2-2 draw. Portland Thor- no Portland Timbers and the LA Galaxy ended 3-2-2 Galaxy. And LAFC and San Jose ended 5-1-2 LAFC. So this all happened on Wednesday. That's ridiculous. Okay, well, tomorrow there will be some matches atlanta plays tomorrow against orlando city god please let them win that one because they did not win their last game they literally just played against orlando city and they got beat 3-1 so i watched that game but i was so tired um in the second half i ended up falling asleep because one they weren't even doing anything um i think they were down 2-0 so i was like you know what if i sleep i'll be fine with it and i woke up and ended 3-1 Brooks Lynn, who I've always been waiting for him to score a goal, he decided to score a goal while I fell asleep. 
So count your days, sir. Um, but yeah, that's that. Okay, let me move on to some of the young kids who scored. I call them kids like we're not the same age, probably. Hips TikTok when I dance. All right, I did not mean to do that. I just saw Megan Thee Stallion post something with Beyonce. Today must be her birthday. It sure is. Ooh, I'm going to get... Please, I'm not um, the biggest Beyonce fan. Like, I I enjoy her. I like her music. I appreciate her. But I'm not one of these diehard stands out here for Beyonce. So please don't kill me. Um, Let me see. Okay, so there's a lot of players that scored. So August 29th on Saturday. Oh, there's a lot of players. Do I want to go through this? Okay, why not? Um, Cade Cowell got... Hold on. I have to see how I want to do this. Okay, do they have the teams in this? Okay, they do. Okay, I'm sorry. Cade Cowell, Cowell, he's 16. He scored in his first ever MLS star. Ooh, good for him. Ricardo Pepe, 17, had an assist for FC Dallas. Gianluca Busio, that's such a cool name. He's 18, scored a goal for Sporting KC. Cole Bassett, 19, scored for the Colorado Rapids. Jesus Ferreira, Ferreira, sorry, sir. He scored, he's 19, scored for FC Dallas. Brendan Arison, 19, scored for the Philadelphia Union. Daryl Dyke, 20, had an assist for Orlando City. Omir Fernandez, 21, scored a goal for the Red Bulls. Benji Michel, I can't be Michael because it's M-I-C-H-E-L. Michael Michel, 22, he had an assist for Orlando City. Mauricia Pineda, 22 as well, scored a goal for Chicago Fire. Brooks Lennon, 22, scored a goal for Atlanta United. Hassani Dotson, 23, scored a goal for Minnesota United. Keaton Parks, that name sounds familiar. That sounds really familiar. He scored a goal for NYCFC. And Jeremy Ebobise, Ebobise, well, 23, he had an assist for Portland Timbers. Wow. Okay, young ones. The fact that these some of these guys are young. And they're doing big things. And I'm here struggling at school, going to classes during a pandemic. Oh, but, you know, good for them. I'm proud of every single one of these players. Um, good for the children or the young ones. Um, it's always nice to hear and see young players doing, you know, good things and like big things, especially in football. Um, it doesn't really matter like what team they play for what league they play in it's always nice to see and hear um you know news about young players doing this and that if it's good if it's good not you know problematic stuff so yeah good for every single one of those boys i hope they continue to do well for their clubs okay let's talk about Atlanta united um they played against inter miami recently and that game ended nil nil i'm gonna see if i can try to remember anything from that game because I didn't write anything down. I usually, like, when I watch games, I try to write notes or, like, things that stuck out to me. Um, but I didn't do that. So let me see if I can remember. I know I didn't do it because I was too busy doing um, homework because I had an assignment due that day. Wow. School has really been kicking my booty. Like, I'm kind of, like, in control. But then again, it's just, like, 
I turned one assignment in and then boom, there's another one to be turned in like the next day. So let me see if I can just find some highlights and go from there. I remember um, Kubo Torres. No, let's talk about PT Martinez. So tell me why. I am just chilling, waiting for this game to be played. One, I thought it was going to be played at 6, but it ended up being played at 6.30, even though the thing said 7. So that was already making me mad because I was, like, very confused. Okay? And then I see news on Atlanta United UTV or, I don't know, it's not like the actual Atlanta United um, Instagram. It's like a fan page, whatever. Um, They had a post that said that P.T. Martinez is going to some club in Saudi Arabia for $18 million. We have enough on our plate, and Atlanta wanted to let this man go. Like, honestly, I know that I came for P.T. Like, I know I came for that man in his life a couple episodes ago. I know that, and I acknowledge that. But I started to kind of, you know, how do I say this? He kind of started to grow on me, especially after our first game. He scored those two goals, and I was like, yes, we're back on top. Like, we're back on our A game, little by little, baby steps. And then we played. they played against um, Orlando City, and boom, nothing. But I was like, you know what, whatever, that's that's whatever. And then I'm just like, okay, we're going to come back, and PC is going to, you know, do something, or hopefully it doesn't. No, no, I get news instead that, Atlanta United makes an agreement with some club in Saudi Arabia and he's they're taking PT for $18 million. So Atlanta, count your days. Everyone is going to be counting their days because we don't have Joseph. We're not going to have Joseph until next year. Okay? He's walking and doing what he needs to do, but next year we're not going to have him. We're not going to have him until next year. Um, Who else is going to be trying? I mean... Kubo Torres, he he had some good chances. He had one really good chance, and he just didn't. I, I don't even want to talk about it. But I'm just really upset about this because I really don't feel like we got to see the real, like we didn't get to see PT's potential because he got here, one, under Frank DeBauer or DeBoer, which was already just a, a big mess, a big no. Um, and then Atlanta, what? No, the MLS is back tournament. That was trash. So he didn't even play that well during that tournament. And so we come to, you know, the new MLS season and he scores two goals. So, like, I kind of wanted to continue to see that. Like, he's our, like, I wanted to see what kind of number 10 he is. You know what I mean? Because you can't have that number 10 on your back and play whack. Like, ooh, okay, bars. Okay, but, like, you can't. You just can't. So I'm really kind of high-key upset that Atlanta let him go. So we'll see how they play tomorrow, and we'll see how they continue to go forward. But I don't know. If they play like they did against Inter-Miami, first of all, Inter-Miami was stupid aggressive. Um, I know y'all the new boys, and y'all kind of got to – show what y'all worth is or something but they were a little too aggressive especially um I think it was number 22 he had some beef with Jurgen Dom I think that's what his name is first of all Jurgen Dom doesn't look anything like his um name he looks he's <laughs> he looks like 
Latino, but his last name is very, is giving me Netherlands. You know what I mean? So let me look him up to see who he really is. And then got no type of picture of this man. Okay, he was born in Mexico. Okay, and what else is it? Like, I'm not understanding. Made his debut in Liga MX Club, blah, blah. Y'all not giving me what I want. I know y'all still not stomping up there. That's what I thought. Um, this is meant to have a Wikipedia or something. This is kind of um embarrassing. All I know is his last name and his um and his and just him don't don't match. But you know, it's fine, it happens, good for him. But he played, I think this was like his first start, not start, but like his first time getting some minutes with um Atlanta. And one of Inter Miami's players, he was like all up on him because he had the ball. He was like all up on him trying to get the ball. And so Jurgen just pushed him a little bit. Like, I mean, I would have done the same thing too because if you're going to be all up on me and you're going to like try, you're going to try so hard to push me, put your hands on me to get this ball, then I'm going to put my hands on you back. Like, I, he didn't do anything wrong. And he got so upset because like he started pushing him back and it kind of was like a low-key little fight. And um, everyone got heated. Pop, not Pablo Escobar. What's his name? Franco Escobar okay I only know I only call him Escobar so that's why <laughs> not me calling this man Pablo Escobar yes Franco Escobar Franco got the hands I just know he can fight he is always trying to fight somebody and he's always getting in like some type of tussle with somebody which good for him you know what I mean um but he was in the middle of that heat and it was just like even after the game, that um, Inter-Miami player was still, like, trying so hard to, like, fight this man. And, like, he was complaining to the ref because he got a yellow card. Like, duh, if you're going to engage in this thing, if you're going to start this thing, why would you not get a yellow card? Anyways, that's really that's really it. Um, Atlanta didn't win that game. I was hoping they would at least score a goal or something. Um, but no. So hopefully tomorrow they can play better and just, yeah, because that wasn't cute. Um, but it's against Orlando City. Why are we playing against them again? Why are we doing this? Because it, it wasn't even like, why is this such a quick like rematch with them? Either way, um, I'm assuming this game might be played either at, in Orlando or maybe not. Let me see if Atlanta United posted anything. Because usually, like, whenever they get to a different city, they post about it. Let's see. Um, ATL. No. Nope, they didn't. do. Nope. So I'm assuming Orlando might still be in Atlanta to play this game. Which makes it worse, get them getting beat on their own territory. Ugh. Anyways, moving on. I think that's really it for football. Um, so, yes, I saw this. Let's talk about this mess. Kirk Cousins. I saw this on Twitter. Was it maybe two days ago I saw this? Or maybe yesterday? I don't know. 
Um, he's a quarterback for the Vikings, and he doesn't believe that masks work. Okay. Um, he has a full quote. I'm most likely positive I saved it somewhere. Um, okay. So he was on some podcast, Spotify's 10 Questions podcast, which is hosted by NFL Network's Kyle Brandt. He said, uh, quote, I want to respect what other people's concerns are. For me personally, just talking, no one else can get the virus. What is your concern if you could get it? I would say I'm going to go about my daily life. If I get it, I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to let natural, oh, I can't read. I'm going to let nature do its course. Survival of the fittest kind of approach. Okay. And just say, if it knocks me out, it knocks me out. I'm going to be okay. You know, even if I die, I die. I can have, I can't read. Okay, rewind. I'm reading this again. I want to respect what other people's concerns are. For me personally, just talking no one else can get the virus. What is your concern if you could get it? I would say I'm going to go about my daily life. If I get it, I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to let nature do its course. Survival of the fittest kind of approach. And just say, if it knocks me out, it knocks me out. I'm going to be okay. You know, even if I die, if I die, I die. I kind of have peace about that. Um, yeah, so let's talk about this a little bit. When I saw a picture of this man, I wasn't surprised. Basic white man, um, trapezoidal type head shape, no top lip, barely any bottom lip. Um, looks like he'd be like a frat boy in college and call you like a B word because you didn't want to give him top or something. Plus, it looks like he's a Trump supporter. So I'm definitely not surprised since the Tangerine and his fans think that this thing is a hoax. Um, I unfortunately looked this man up to, you know, just see, just see, you know, the type of person he is, his age and everything. I'm going to take a sip of water. Okay. And the worst thing about this is he has children. One is two and the other is, I don't know, because Google didn't say, but the... Those poor kids probably walk around with no masks on and a chocolate milk ring around their lips. You hate to see it. Anyways, back to Kirk. Um, He clarified these comments, though, a couple days, maybe two or yesterday, days ago, whatever. Um, He clarified, like I said, um, if ESPN would load for me. And now you want to refresh. Okay, yeah, um, let's see, what I was trying to say back then, ESPN, if you don't get your, okay, sorry, what I was trying to say back then, admittedly, I probably wasn't as clear as I would have liked to have been, no, you sounded pretty clear to me, um, but what I wasn't, but what I wanted to say then, what I would echo again now is that while the virus does not give me a great amount of personal fear, there's still great reason for me to engage in wearing a mask and social distancing and washing my hands as frequently as I can and following protocols that have been set in place, obviously to be respectful and considerate of other people, which is very important. But then 
to also, but then also to be available for all 16 games this fall. I'm not finishing this because you, you can't. I feel like you switched up what you were saying because you got heat for it, sir. Because what you were saying before is that if I die, I die. This thing is a survival of the fittest. Um, no. So you said what you said. Miss Rona heard what you said. And she's going to snatch you up for this and make you suffer while, you're, while at it. So, yeah. It's just like this was such an insensitive thing to say. The amount of people that have died in this country alone because of this virus. And you want to talk about... If I die, I die. It's survival of the fittest. Is he who? Is he ha? Like, no. And you shouldn't even. The fact that that was your first thought process when asked about this, talking about you don't believe in masks. Um, don't try to switch it up now to clarify just because you got heat and you got made fun of on Twitter. So yeah. Mr. Kirk, you can have fun with that. Miss Rona is listening, okay? Miss Rona is listening, and she sees you. So don't be surprised if you do catch it, sir. Okay? That's all. That's all with that. What a mess. What a hot mess that man is. I pray for those kids because I just know. I just know. Okay, last thing I want to talk about, not football-related, is Masai Ujiri. So, I saw this video on Twitter. I see everything on Twitter, honestly. He was, okay. Okay, let me, let's, let's, let me calm down. Let me calm down. So, Masai Ujiri is the president of the Toronto Raptors, which is a basketball team in Canada, Canadian basketball team. So, if you can tell by his name, he's foreign, very foreign. He's Nigerian, Nigerian-Canadian. Um, oh, he's a former player. Oh, love to see it. But anyways, he is, pause. Why does it say Nigerian, Canadian, professional basketball, blah, blah, and the nationality American? You know, this is why I don't trust Google. Either way, man is black, man is foreign. Okay, period. So he, I think this was after that game that, no, this wasn't a recent game. Let me look at this. Because all I saw in the video was that this man looked like he was getting ready to walk onto the court. And this police officer pushed the living mess out of him. And he was around a bunch of, like, Warriors fans, I think. And they were just standing around. They were looking, and they saw what was happening to this man, and they did absolutely nothing about it. Which, am I surprised? No, because, one, they're rival fans, and, two, they're white. So, like, I'm I'm looking at this video. The way this man pushed him. The, does this have sound to it? Let's see if this has sound. It has to. Ooh, 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 you kind of loud. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nope, he's just talking over. Okay, thank you, sir. Like, this man is getting ready to step on to wherever he's about to step on, and then he get pushed twice. Like, flunk, like, how dare you? So, the reason why this came up is because um, the law enforcement accused this man, the president 
of making race a key part of his counterclaim to a lawsuit. So this happened last year at the NBA Finals, which didn't the Raptors win it? So if they won it um, on the Warriors, you know, stadium, then that man has every right to step foot on that court and celebrate with his team. Or uh, or maybe I'm just dumb. Um, What? So I'm reading this article. I should have read this before, but I wasn't expecting to get too deep into this. In filings to the United States District Court in California, Alameda County Sheriff's Deputy Alan Strickland. I feel like there's so many men with that name. Um, team, a legal team alleges Ujiri's counterclaim is driven by race and a bias against law enforcement. Um, yes. And he has every right to make that claim because let him had been a white man. You wouldn't have even thought twice about pushing him or trying to ask him what he was going, where he was doing or where he was going. You would have just let him go where he needed to go. But since you saw this was a black man and if you really knew, you would have known that this was the president. So now you probably look even more dumb. And that's probably why you're trying to get all defensive because this man is the president of this team that just won the finals or just won the game in the finals or however it went. And you, I wish, I wish, I wish someone would push me like that. The way he, I, I wish, I would lose my mind. So this man has every right to claim a race and, and whatever. Like, obvious, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Um, okay, let me finish reading this. Ujiri's counterclaim last month included a video of the altercation, which shows Strickland taking the first shove at the Raptors executive as he tried to get on the court after the team won the NBA title. Okay, so I'm, 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 okay, my brain, I'm getting it. Yeah, so like I said, he has every right to step foot on that pitch because his team just won the NBA finals. And like the thing is he he should have first the officer whatever sheriff he should have first been like excuse me sir um can I please see your thing and even then that's still low key a bit you know um and then he'd be like, oh, sure, here's my thing. I am the president or executive, blah, blah, of this team, so let me get on this court right now so I can celebrate with them. And then it would have been like that. But the fact that no questions asked, you see this black man walking up near you and you push the living life out of him, not once but twice, around all of these warrior fans, around all of these white folks, and you know they weren't going to do anything about it because they weren't going to defend him. Because, one, they're probably being sore losers because their team just got beat by, I guess they were the underdogs then, other Raptors so they're in their feelings about that and then they see oh this black man getting pushed around sure whatever oh maybe I'm exaggerating maybe I'm reaching maybe I need to stretch before this reach but the thing is um Mr. Ujiri Urgery whatever your last name is what you're doing is not wrong you have every right to to bring race and everything into this because he would not have done this to a white man period point blank period he would not have done this to a white man and we all know that we're not even i'm not i if you deny this then you need to look into your soul and figure out what your issue is because he 
literally would not have done this to a white man. So that's that with that. I really wasn't expecting to get a little heated over this. But the fact that I saw that, because I thought this was like recent. Because I know that there's the bubble. But then again, I'm dumb because all of those fans. So, no. But I just, it's just, what? What? Yeah, that's, um, that's it with that. And I, that's really it for today. There's not really any football drama. Mm, honestly, I haven't really seen any football drama. I'm not talking about Messi. Um, that was last week or Monday and I'm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. so let's see, I guess I can talk about, should I talk about, well, I don't want to talk about non-football related stuff. Okay. Let me, let me, okay. Let me try to make this quick. So recently Adele posted a picture, um, of herself. Um, and you know, a cute little Jamaican and bikini top thingy, um, some leggings and, uh, okay. So it was like a carnival type thing going on. My thing was the Bantu knots that were in her head. Um, you know, Adele's my girl. Adele's my woman. Okay. Um, you know, love that woman. She can sing. She can do everything. It's just. Why would she do this? And I know, I know she's for the culture. I know she's for the black people. But I just don't understand why she had to put the knots in her head. And I know she didn't do them to herself. I know someone else did it. So why would they, especially if they were a black person, why would you put knots into this white woman's head? All I know is this is appropriation. A lot of people were talking about, oh, this is appreciation. No, it would have been cultural appreciation if she had just, you know, she could have done the little thing that was on her back or shoulders or whatever. And then um, the little bikini top and everything. Maybe her hair would have been left down. Maybe a cute little ponytail would have done it. But the Bantu knots were a bit much. So Adele, Adele, since you're my girl, I'll let you have it this time. This is your your one strike. Don't do it again. Um, and to all of you white who like to defend um, white people, other white people when they culture appropriate, please, please stay quiet because you don't know the significance. You don't know the meaning behind that certain hairstyle or whatever. Y'all, ooh, ooh, I'm fighting my mic right now. Y'all are so quick to bring your two cents into something saying, um, but... Um, black women, you guys wear um, blonde wigs and we don't say anything about... That's not a culture. You, blonde hair isn't a culture. Um, that's called genetics. So you need to read a book or two about cultural appropriation and all that stuff because I just... And, and just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't get braids. Don't get um, dreads. Don't get bantu knots. Don't get none of that. And like... A lot of people like to think that black people, we say this because uh, we don't want, you know, y'all to do this. We don't want white people to this. That. No, we're actually trying to help you out because that can damage your hair. Like that can literally damage your hair. Like your hair is not meant for 
our hairstyles. So that's really it. Y'all can take it as it is or how you want it, but we're low-key just trying to help you and your roots out. So yeah, just don't do it again, Miss Adele. Okay? Don't do it again. Um, What else? That's not football. The VMAs happened. Was it last? It was either Monday or on Sunday. I didn't watch it. I haven't watched a music show in probably like three years now. I really just don't care for them anymore. Um, and they're all just kind of meh. Um, I saw that a lot of the... Let's actually... I might even cut this out. I'm probably just talking just because I want to talk and because I'm taking a break from my business, Cal. We'll see if I want to leave this in or not. Hmm. Let me see. Can I get a list of the winners, please? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm looking at this. And this is very, what is going on? Um, Artist of the Year went to Lady Gaga. And I just wanted to say one thing. You know, Lady Gaga is also another white woman that I like. Um, she, I don't, I'm not going to say she's my girl because um, maybe when I was eight or nine, you know, 2008, 2009, she was my girl then. Like, I, I was bump into that woman's music but recently i don't even think like did lady gaga even turn put out some music like i just don't like i don't know and you know she had this rain on me song with lady gaga and she had a song with blackpink and i'm not listening to either one of those so the fact that she won artist of the year um I just don't get it. She, I've literally not heard one song. Like, if I listen to Lady Gaga, it's because I'm listening to her old albums. It's not because I'm listening to whatever one, two songs that she put out this year. So, you know, and I'm going to be that person. I believe that Megan D. Stallion should have won Artist of the Year. Because let me tell you something about this woman. She literally carried this year when it came to music she gave us bops on bops on bops she literally is the reason why we are able to go through and go on in this wretched year because she keeps putting out tunes and bops and hits for us and the fact that she got snubbed she got she got snatched artist of the year by lady gaga who i don't even think she put out more than, what, two, three songs? And if she put out an album this year, good for her. But I didn't hear nothing about it. I've heard nothing about Lady Gaga this year. Absolutely nothing. And she won Artist of the Year. Especially oh, this list, the baby, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, did he, even rele- did he even release an album? Wasn't Yummy the only song? Justin Bieber's not relevant anymore. Um, Post Malone, meh. The Weeknd, like, out of this list... Megan Thee Stallion or The Weeknd should have been the winner of it. Not Lady Gaga. And Justin Bieber shouldn't even be on this list. Girl. And then Rain On Me won Song of the Year. I don't. I'm, look, I don't care. I'm not listening to this song. Best Collaboration, Rain On Me. 
Did y'all really like this song? I might have to give this song a listen if y'all loved it this much. Mm, what a mess. Anyways, I'm probably going to cut this out. Anyways, so that is it for this this week. That is it for today. Um, Next week, I should be getting back on track. I'm not doing no random episode. Um, So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, You can follow my socials. They will be all in the description below. And I'm going to leave some important links down below. Along with my link tree. I need to add more stuff to my link tree, but you can um, check out the football tweet for Lebanon um, fundraiser. And I also have something regarding, I think, I don't remember, but I'm going to leave some important links down below. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. I hope you continue to stay safe, wear a mask, um, social distance, um... Be registered to vote. Make sure you're registered to vote if you're of age. Um, what else? Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. I hope you have a great weekend. Um, I'll probably try to upload this tomorrow, um, which is kind of crazy because I usually take two days to listen to my things before I really figure out if I like it or not. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But I hope you have a good weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. I plan on doing absolutely nothing um, I actually have schoolwork to do, so that's that. So yeah, um, let me stop rambling and let me let y'all go. So thank you again for listening, and I will see you guys next week. <laughs>